The need for a circular economy is widely acknowledged, but how can businesses build a circular workplace? Welcome to The Circular Future, your access to thought leaders and innovations to help you be a business sustainability champion, even if it's not your core job. I'm your host, Stephanie McClarty, Head of Sustainability at Quantum Lifecycle Partners. October is Circular Economy Month, according to the Circular Innovation Council. The focus used to be on Waste Reduction Week, the third week of October. But this year marks the first month-long celebration with a broader lens of supporting an economy that protects the planet and prioritizes people. So there is no better time to dive into what the circular economy is, the concepts that underpin it, and how businesses can adopt these principles. So let's get started. You may be wondering, what do we really mean by the circular economy? Well, it's important to distinguish the linear economy first, which took hold during the Industrial Revolution and beyond, and which we have largely been living in. The linear economy is characterized by the take-make-waste model. The flow goes in one direction. You mine the commodities, manufacture the goods, use them, and throw them away in the landfill. The challenge is there are many limitations to the linear economy that we're now facing as a society. Resource depletion, climate change, increased waste management costs, These are all issues that we have to contend with. On the other hand, the circular economy goes in more of a circle. We're reusing, repairing, sharing, and recycling, and the process goes in a circle again and again. In the circular model, materials are kept at their highest utility and value throughout the life cycle and recirculates them into production cycles to avoid waste. There are many benefits to adopting circular economy principles, such as efficient use of resources, lowering costs through reuse, repair, and recycled materials, and being climate-friendly. There is also a growing movement to choose products, services, and companies that align with one's values. This can be a competitive advantage. We see this at Quantum. Our customers regularly tell us, that they love our stand as a company and what we do. There are three principles to the circular economy, according to the renowned Ellen MacArthur Foundation. Number one is that we eliminate waste before it begins. Number two is that we circulate products and materials. And number three is that we regenerate nature. Let's take a closer look at each. First off, Eliminating physical waste before it begins means that both the problem and the solution starts with the design. We design out waste from a product and systems approach. Examples of this within businesses can include moving to digitized forms and relocating or even removing printers so that it's less convenient to print. There are also increasing zero waste options such as getting cleaners in a reusable container that can be refilled. The second principle of the circular economy is circulating products and materials. There are many ways a company can achieve this. One way is through sustainable procurement, 
which is applying environmentally preferable principles to your purchasing. This could include purchasing renewable energy. It could mean using zero-waste catering options. An example of this is Inwit, a Toronto-based corporate catering company that delivers food from local restaurants in reusable containers. It could mean buying refurbished technology or offering an employee purchase program of refurbished tech through our site QNovum. Perhaps a company does not need to purchase a thing at all. There may be a service or a result that they can purchase rather than a physical product or asset. Examples of this include cloud services like Dropbox, SharePoint, and so forth. And hey, remember the days when you had to purchase a physical Microsoft Office license that came in a little box? Most companies, Microsoft included, now allow you and even encourage you to purchase online subscriptions for their products. There are now many sharing platforms available where you can maximize a product's usage and value amongst several people or even companies. Examples include popular ride-sharing apps or bike-sharing too. These are really product-as-a-service opportunities. Hot desks are another common sharing item where you no longer have a permanent desk assigned to you, but you share and often reserve the desks that are available. And while this trend started years before the pandemic, hot desks have taken on new popularity with today's hybrid work environments. When companies do purchase a physical product, there can be ways to extend its life so that the product and materials keep circulating. This may include redeploying assets that can be used elsewhere internally or gaining value through repair, remanufacture, or resale. Quantum recently managed a large office tower move for a customer. Many assets were redeployed to the new office location or other sites of our customer, and many of the assets were resold for reuse, which significantly brought down the cost of the office move. And finally, the last model of circulating products and materials is resource recovery, which is acquiring additional use and value from existing resources by avoiding disposal and impacts from new extraction. Take old cell phones as an example. Perhaps the phone is old, but the screen is in great condition and can be removed for reuse, which is called parts harvesting. Whatever has no reuse potential left is recycled, which in Quantum's case largely happens in our Toronto facility, with huge shredders breaking down electronics to recover commodities. The last circular economy principle is to regenerate nature. In this principle, we shift from degrading nature to building natural capital. After all, there is no waste in nature. Everything is recycled. So how can we, as individuals, as companies, as a society, build products and processes where there is no waste? One of the clearest examples is around our foods. We can buy food made through regenerative agriculture or permaculture, which are farming practices that allow nature to rebuild soils and increase biodiversity. 
And if there is food waste, we can compost it so that it goes back to the earth. Too Good To Go is a mobile app that connects customers with restaurants and stores with surplus unsold food, which would otherwise find its way to the trash and landfill and eventually contribute to methane production. Another excellent example of regenerating nature is the cosmetics company Natura. Natura's business model is the standing forest. They get most of their ingredients from the Amazon. So in their model, a tree has much more economic value standing than felled. Natura has helped preserve 2 million hectares of the Amazon rainforest. As you can see, the circular economy has many opportunities for businesses to implement circular practices that are good for the planet and good for business too. You may already be doing some or even many of these ideas. So our challenge to you is this. Do something new. Do something different as a circular practice at your company. At Quantum, we're playing sustainability superhero bingo for the month of October, which is a bingo game with actions to celebrate the link between planet and personal wellness. And hey, it even includes taking cold showers, saves energy, and it's good for the immune system. And remember, we'd love to hear from you too if you have redundant tech to remarket or recycle. So head on over to quantumlifecycle.com and contact us. This is a Quantum Lifecycle podcast, and the producer is Sanjay Trivedi. Thank you for being a circular future champion in your company and beyond. Logging off.